Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. I love telling folks that there are two creation stories in Genesis. Some denominations, especially some of the more literal ones, don't differentiate between the two. But the two creation stories are actually from two different sources. And they tell the story of creation in different ways. The first creation story is from a cosmic level. It is God creating the whole of creation in six days. It is creating light and sky and land and oceans and plants and stars and animals. And only then does he create man. It is God blessing creation and judging it good. This is an overview, a macro view of creation. The second creation story is a little more personal. It's creation, but it's focused on the creation of man. God creates Adam from the dust of the earth and breathes life into him. God sets Adam in the garden to till and work the land. He creates animals, which Adam then names. And finally, God decides that it's not good for man to be alone and creates a companion for him from Adam's own rib, Eve. This is up close and personal, a micro view of creation. And the church likes to do that. Look at scripture and theology and ask how this affects us on a macro level and on a micro level. How does this change all of space and time? And how does it change me? At the Easter Vigil service, the sunrise service, we talk about the cosmic view, the magnitude of Christ's death and resurrection, the life-changing, gigantic consequences of his sacrifice to wipe our slates clean, his defeat of death itself, and how he has cleared a path for us to be resurrected with him. This is heady, intellectual, and deeply theological stuff that is of the utmost importance. As the sun rises during that vigil service, we acknowledge that death no longer has dominion over Christ or us. Because of Jesus Christ as both high priest and sacrifice, salvation is open to all, and we are reconciled to God forever. And if that's all Christ had done for us, serving himself up as a sacrifice to atone for our sins and rising again on the third day, that would have been enough. But that is not enough for Jesus. Instead, at this service, we get an account of the micro view of Jesus' resurrection, our own personal Jesus. In the gospel this morning, we hear the grief of Mary Magdalene and the darkness of the early morn when she cannot locate Jesus' body. So she frantically runs back to the other disciples and explains the missing body in a very human and mortal way. Someone has taken him. This, of course, makes sense. Jesus is a very public figure at this point, and grave robbing is not uncommon. 
Some of the men run back to the tomb to search for the body themselves. But when they arrive, the body is nowhere to be found. Eventually, the men head back to their homes. Mary, on the other hand, sticks around. She is beside herself. She is weeping her eyes out, probably perplexed at what else she could possibly do. And when she takes another look in the tomb, there suddenly are two people. Now, Mary Magdalene has been following Jesus a while, and she's seen some things. Mary Magdalene, who since 1591 has been conflated with another unnamed woman in the Gospels, was not a prostitute. Rather, Mary Magdalene was a woman who, according to the evangelist Mark and Luke, had been cured of seven demons by Jesus. After her exorcism, she joined Jesus and the Twelve on their journey preaching, teaching, and healing. So Mary is not ignorant as to the power of God. But still, in her grief, she fails to notice the strangeness of these two people, these two angels, who have just appeared in the tomb. Turning away from them, she smacks right into another strange character, who also asks why she is crying. Assuming he is the gardener, again, she blubbers through her human explanation. Someone has moved the body of her teacher, her savior, her friend. And it isn't until Jesus says her name that she snaps out of her grief. Mary. All it takes is one word. All it takes is hearing his voice. All it takes is the power of her name spoken by one who truly loves her. Mary. It wasn't enough for Jesus to sacrifice himself in order to balance the scales. It wasn't enough for Jesus to make a path from the depths of hell to the heights of heaven so that we can join the Trinitarian God at the great banquet. No. Jesus wants to make himself known to each and every one of us. And it begins when he calls our name. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. This morning, Christ has called the name of little Amelia. And Amelia and her family have recognized the call of Christ. This morning, Jesus will make Amelia a sheep of Christ's fold, a lamb of his own flock. And on this extra joyful Easter morning, Amelia will be made a new creation. Not just a sheep who follows the call of her shepherd's voice, but also a sister in Christ and an heir to God's kingdom. And Jesus will continue to walk with her all the days of her life. This year we celebrate the lamb who was crucified, died, and was buried so many years ago to atone for our sins. This year we celebrate bringing a new sheep into the fold. And this year we celebrate that Jesus Christ, fully divine and fully human, was resurrected, not just to fulfill prophecy, 
but to be the great shepherd to each and every one of us. Jesus did not just sacrifice himself for us centuries ago and disappear. Instead, we worship a risen Lord, Christ, who walks with us and talks with us every day of our lives. This Easter season, appreciate the macro view, the cosmic, world-changing sacrifice that has freed us from the bonds of sin and death. But also, get to know Jesus on a more personal level. Look for all the ways he is present in your life. And listen for his voice to call your name. Amen.